0: It has some silhouette of a human. A very, very, very big human being. My sister and I were terrified because we knew it was not man. Nothing could be that day. I think it was Bigfoot. Sasquatch. Uh, I know there's something out there. There's a newer theory about Bigfoot that instead
1: of being encrypted
0: here, he's an interdimensional creature. He just disappears in thin air. It was being so hard that it actually shook the wall. I could hear something, walking, but you couldn't see anything. I was afraid that whatever was in the woods was coming closer to my house. And Louisiana, a little group is it. But that's the devil's world right there. Hey, you just said, Jamie, I saw things. It made me more aware of what's really around us. Like I said, I, I believed before, but now I know that they exist. They're there in the woods with us. Imagine having something happen to you that's life-changing, and you can't tell anybody, and expect them to believe you 100%. percent was were. I really didn't. There are things out there that you've never seen before. There's things that happens out there, things you will hear, things you will see that's unexplainable. made me realize that, you know, we're not alone. We're not alone.
2: Welcome to Cryptids Unlimited Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa. And before we get started with the show, I just wanted to say, if you have an encounter or something weird, strange, or you want to talk about a conspiracy theory, just come on the show. Our email is cryptidsunlimited at gmail.com. We'd love to have you. And now on with the show. Today, we're going to have Elise Orr. She is going to be my co-host for today. And we're just going to give you a welcome um, what to expect from the show and who we are on with the show. How you doing, Elise?
1: I'm good, girl. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Good to see you. I'm so excited to be here for the journey and and just wanna see, you know, talk about things that maybe people don't want to talk about in uh public or something like that. And we want to let them know that That's okay to talk about it. We want to make it okay where you can talk about it. And I know know that's what you really have on your mind, Lisa, with this whole thing.
2: Yeah, that and awareness. I want people to know what's out there before they go out there. You know, it's it's like it's some kind of uh, taboo to talk about Bigfoot, but then people go out in the woods and they encounter them and they're like, what the heck was that? Because nobody's ever told them about them.
1: So I I agree, and they don't want to. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I think that you know, we know there's uh, bears out in the woods and and cats that can hurt you, and rabid animals and wild hogs. But we know that we make a decision to go there because we know they're out there. When you go out there and you encounter something that's totally not even supposed to exist, and you encounter that. That's not cool, we want people to be able to know what they may encounter, and if they do encounter it, give them a place to go and share.
2: Yes, absolutely, and talk about it, because it changes your life. My dog's decided to bark, hang on. People
1: say, I have not encountered, you know.
2: Well, I know first time I encountered something, it changed my life, and. And it was that way for a long time because there was nobody to talk to about it. It, it haunted me for years.
1: And, and, and um, it's terrible that you, at a young age, encountered so much and had nowhere and no one to discuss it with. Couldn't tell your friends about it unless you wanted to be. You were already kind of a cuckoo one anyway because you saw Bigfoot, and a few people knew about it. You know when you were younger. So, uh, yeah, you know, that's a terrible thing for a child to be, to have to go through.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And even grown people, I've talked to many who said, yeah, it changed my life. I didn't know who to tell, who I could tell. Nobody was going to believe me. You know, you hear that right. so much.
1: And I well, just. Well, people actually, yeah, people actually suffer PTSD from it, you know? And, oh, and yeah. that's a terrible thing. Like I said, if the and we all, most of us, we all want to speak for everyone, but I believe, and I think you believe, that the government, they know about this. They know. Oh, so let us just make our own decisions when we go into the woods. Just let people know that they are out there and they do exist.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Awareness. Because you're not going to prove the existence of them. The government's not going to let you. And if you go about saying, just let them be, just let them do what they do, then you're not really doing anybody any favors because then you're allowing them to be out there and people go camping and people get hurt or, you know, even killed sometimes. So, you know, not saying something is just as bad. Yeah. So you have to, awareness is the key. You
1: just got to make people aware of what's going on. I think awareness is the key. I agree yeah. with you wholeheartedly. I think awareness is definitely the key. And, you know, I don't know why the government, I mean,
0: you know
1: a million reasons why people think the government won't be on this big secret. And I don't really know the answer to that. I, I, I buy into some of it. Some of it I don't buy into. It's just to be fit with exactly what is Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, think- I guess that's what, that would answer a lot of our questions.
2: Yeah, whatever it is, the government. just knew exactly
1: what it was.
2: Right, but they know what it is, and they know they it know.
1: not tell us for
2: their own reasons, which, you know, it's probably not yeah,
1: the reason. Exactly. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, uh, just like they know the whole UFO, well, it's not UFO anymore, it's UPI now, yeah, is A- that what it is? UAP. UAP. You know, I always get my alphabets, my, all my alphabets mixed up because there's so many that I would like to forget CIA, FBI, IRS. But anyway, this new phenomenal that they, they've they got going around now, uh, I think it's really interesting that now, all, all of a sudden, you know, during COVID, they dropped the bomb on us, that they really do exist. And no one asked any questions that you think they would be asking, like, what are they? And where are they from? And what do they want? Nobody bothered to ask those questions. Well, now we have the congressional hearings going on, and we have this okay. whistleblower up there saying, you know, all the good, all the things that he's telling us, you know, and I just have to wonder, why are they letting him tell us now? Why did he decide to become a whistleblower at this point? I question everything the government does and believe very little that they tell me.
2: Oh, I don't believe anything they say anymore. Nothing. <laughs> I know.
1: I think that's re- the same you steps.
2: You know they have that UFO theory going around that they're gonna use that to uh usher in the new world order.
1: I believe that. I do too. I, 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 re- I really do. I kinda I you know, I I don't know let me just rephrase that. I'm not I don't know if I really believe that, Lisa, but but I think it's a very, very good Possibility, I can see them doing that, and I can see that absolutely sealing the deal for us because I can see the fear that would create wide, kind of like COVID did. You know, kind of practicing maybe to see how we would react. I don't you know, just throwing that out there. But uh, yeah. yeah, you know, I think, and I think they'll do eventually the whole Bigfoot thing, kind of like they're doing with UFOs or UPIs or whatever we called ourselves today. I think we'll know
2: before long, uh, but there are too many new reports. You know, more people and more people are seeing them than they used to. You're, you've are you got thousands of reports now every week coming in. And, and we've got, that, everybody's got a camera. Everybody's got a camera and, and population's larger. And you have the social media where you can get out the information faster than you used to could. So, you know, there's a number of things that, but I think that they're becoming more, uh, there are more of them than there used to be.
1: Is that what you think? You think there's more of them? I hope so.
2: I do. I think there are more of them. And that's why they're I- being seen more often. There's less places for them to hide. The more we take away their territory, the more we encroach on them, the more sightings we're going to see because they don't have anywhere to hide.
1: I agree with you there. I really do. I do believe that we're encroaching on them. You heard about more and more encounters places that I wouldn't think a fast watch would be digging for food, you know, in the city limits and such as that. You know, you're seeing more and more of these counters. Tell me, you know, that is we are encroaching on them. We are encroaching on their their neighborhoods and their territory. So I'm not surprised that they're coming out. And you know what happens also when that starts happening, it's kind of like the bears do up in uh Yellowstone. Yeah. You know, people yeah. start feeding them and then they get ready.
2: And then they stop feeding them and they get aggressive.
1: Exactly. You know, so this is just, you know, we could talk about this subject from now until forever. And we wouldn't solve anything. But I sure do like talking about it because we all have our ideas. And, and even though they're vast and many, I may think one we'll way today and tomorrow get up and read something or research something and I'll come back feeling a whole different way about it. I have changed my mind a million times. Since I began this journey,
2: I have to once a week. I've changed my mind at least.
1: (laughs) But let's and I know, Lisa, you've been in this. You've been on this journey for a very long time.
2: Oh yeah, for twenty something years. Well, if you go back to when I was my first sighting, it's been forty something years. But the actual right has been like twenty one years. So, but you know, right. And in the beginning it was one thing, and now it's, you might as well flip it upside down because it's totally different from when I started.
1: I agree. Even though I've not been on this journey as long as you have, I probably started believing in this phenomenon when The Legend of Boggy Creek came out, like so many of us. I saw that movie, and I was right then and there. There was no doubt in my mind, even at that young, tender age, (laughs) that uh that you know I just there was no doubt that there was one and that really kind of started my journey in the libraries like most kids go because we didn't have computers back in those the nineteen hundreds. We didn't have computers back then. You know, so we Stop. had to go to the library and depend on what they had in the library for us. Stop
2: giving away our age
1: Lise. <laughs> I'm trying I am I'm, I'm you know just those those not let me put it this way, the late nineteen hundreds. That's better. <laughs> But yeah, so I, I, and and then during COVID, I think I got, you know, like most of us stayed home and you got more on that computer and you found out a lot more stuff. So my journey's probably only been about five or six years old. You know, I'm, I'm a newbie to this thing really and truly.
2: But that's long enough to, for you to have investigated enough to know enough so far.
1: So I let's know, talk, let's talk I, about I truly know that they exist.
2: Oh yeah, let's talk about our group, the Bigfoot. And
1: let's female. talk about them.
2: Yes, let's the talk about BFFs.
1: Them. the BFFs. The
2: BFFs—they are actually we are all BFFs, and uh, our founder Barbara Maddie. She's a smart lady. She kept it all women because she says, "Hey, ladies have an advantage over men," and
1: I and I she, believe that. I do too. I think we've proven that time and time again.
2: I think we have because every time we go out, we get something.
1: It's a rare thing for us to go out and not get anything. I know. It's a rare thing for us to go out and not get at least one whistle or one three knock or or something like that, you know. And footprint, anything footprint, you know, it's just a rare thing for us to go out. And I do believe we, we all believe, I think we're all of one mind with that, that because we are women, we're less intimidating. And some of us have really pleasant little voices, I think that might be nice too. And um, and we sing and you know, we just do our thing. We last night, if nothing's happened while we've been there the whole time, we just start swinging mud and seeing what'll stick. we we start singing and banging on trees and whooping and And We just do all kinds of stuff trying to get some attention That that last night if we haven't had any, but for most of the time we have a little bit of attention.
2: Yeah, we've had some attention. We we didn't welcome, you know, like in in uh, te- East Texas when we got charged by that thing. That was that was a little more than we were wanting at the time.
1: I'm gonna <laughs> tell you something. That was probably the most exhilarating, exhilarating, as on as intense moments of my entire whole life. I'm I'm. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm in them young shitsies now, but yeah, there, I've never experienced anything like that before in my life, and I wouldn't mind experiencing it again. Do you want to tell all our listeners out there what we saw and what we what we experienced that night?
2: Yeah, let me tell give them a little history so that
1: please do.
2: so that they'll know what we're talking about. When we were in East Texas, there were five of us that got on a side by side with the landowner and went back into the back 40 around midnight and unknowing to us, the driver owner of the land, Britta, she parked us going backwards at a dead end. Well, we were facing the dead end instead of turning around to get out because we didn't know it was a dead end. she had us sitting there helpless and, uh, she spotted something on the thermal imaging and, um, One of us, I don't even remember who it was, asked, well, how big is it? She says it's effing huge. (laughs) And it, 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 it fell down on all fours and started running towards us, which, you know, is on the thermal imaging. We can see that. But at the time, we could see nothing. We heard it coming through the forest where the tree line and the fence was, but that's all we heard there was no sound like hey there's a oh, there's a hog coming you know they make that sound that grunny noise or anything else that normally attacks you make some kind of sound and this made no sound other than the sound coming through the forest
1: and, yes. um, and it was a very quiet sound at that it wasn't like you would expect it, what we right, saw on the thermal imaging to sound like
2: right it, we thought it should have made more noise than it did but yes. um, of course we were parked the wrong way and so you know britta floorboards it backwards to get us turned around and she's driving in the dark but she drives us back out of there anyways and everybody's hanging on for their life because she was a little scared
1: and, and she was and 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 thank shout out to britta and thank you britta because i'm gonna tell you what you did some race car maneuvering that night girlfriend she did the
2: way she got through those trees oh my
1: gosh some race i think britta may be a race car driver or another life or something an
2: obstacle horse driver. She did well.
1: <laughs> she did good. She did really good. And then it wasn't over though from that experience. Nope, it wasn't over. About thirty minutes after we
2: got back, we're all sitting out on the. Uh, she had a guest house. We're all sitting out on the deck of the guest house, and talking about what we just experienced. Adrenaline still flowing, and uh, out of nowhere. Well, we know where it was. It was just across, probably fifty yards from us. Over where some of us had our tents, you and I had our tent over there.
1: <laughs> yeah, we did. It was in, uh, in the wood line.
2: Uh huh. You and I, yeah. Heather, and it made a noise—a scream, a bellow, whatever you want to call it—that was so loud, so long, lasted for at least thirty seconds. It it started out sounding kind of like a tornado horn, and then it started changing in tones from there. And yes. uh, the strangest yes. thing we did. Heard. And, and the longest sound coming from anything that I've ever heard, it was. I've the- never
1: heard, I've uh-huh. never heard anything like that since then, and uh, or before then, and uh you know, I will tell you, least. I think, you know, I'm, I believe, and I know that they exist, I have not encountered yet, but I am, a, as big a believer as you're ever going to find, I just know at in my heart, they were real, and that night. Proved it to me. That's all I needed right there. Because once we got back, you know, I can kind of be a little, I'm a kind of the debunker, I guess, or a little skeptical sometimes. And I want to make sure, you know, we're very serious about this stuff we do. I want to make sure, and we want to be taken serious, but I want to make sure that what was that I heard? What could that have been? Even though I knew in my heart nothing else could possibly sound like that. But I went back home and I listened to everything. Every noise, every animal on this continent makes. And I'm going to tell you something. The only thing that I came up with was not really an animal. It was off of a movie. It was not an, it was a, uh, T-Rex is what it was. I mean, the velocity that this thing hard at us with, the velocity alone, the, lung, the amount of lung it had behind that. I can't imagine how big it must have been. And just the, sh- the sheer volume of it well you know they say it can shake you know it can shake you you know but we were in the like an l shape of this house you know so uh, we were on the porch on so Pat on the l shape kind of so we were kind of blocked from the sound hitting us but, but christine one of our other cffers she was barefoot and she had her feet on the floor And she said that it, it vibrated the floor she could feel it vibrating the floor I don't doubt that. So that was the most, I, there was, yeah, there was no doubt in our mind. And then you go and finish, because that's not the end of it, is it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, we're about to go to Alabama. Yeah. And hopefully
1: we're going well, go to- Well, remember, but before that, we also heard that thing a second time that night. Remember? Yeah, After We were- heard it the first time and it screamed at us and everybody got up and moved inside. And kind of a lagged the way- a little bit. Yeah, and then you the- had that- one over on the other side of the house that hollered back at it. Yeah, hollered back at it. Uh, the, so exciting. It that's the most exciting thing.
2: It was thing. almost like it was saying, chill out.
1: <laughs> yeah, it really was because it wasn't near as intense as the first one. It was, it was. not that, in, that amount of intensity. And you're right, that's kind of how the impression I got from it, too. You're right, it was kind of like, chill out, dude. <laughs> yeah, but
2: that first one sounded really aggressive, like we really... Made something mad.
1: Yeah, I have to agree with you there. I, if 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 there's any such thing as an aggressive bigfoot, we heard it that night, and I'm pretty sure there is such a thing, and we heard it loud and clear, just the way he wanted us to. Yeah. That's how I felt. Like he wanted us to hear him. Uh, yeah, it
2: it wanted to scare us. I could tell. It was
1: yeah, like, I think so. I think it did. I really think he wanted to scare us too. I think he had enough of us bouncing around his woods. <laughs>
2: So we're going to be going with Britta again to Alabama on her land there where she's had some weird things going on. And hopefully we're going to be doing a live stream while we're there.
1: That's So stoked about this property, Lisa. I am so stoked about this property. It's uh, a, we love properties, what we like to call high strangeness. That's our favorite kind of properties, And, uh, yeah, one of the BFFers, one of our friends, Greta, has uh, some properties she's going to, they have in Alabama. How many acres is it, Lisa? Do you remember? It's hundreds. It's,
2: It's—it's. I think it's more than the one she has now. And the one she has now is like 837 acres. So it's bigger than yeah, that. Yeah,
1: something like that. So it's a lot of, a lot of property. But uh, she was telling me, I spoke with her uh, the other day, and we were talking about, you know, the Alabama trip. I call it Bama, uh, Bama Bigfoot. We're talking about the Bama Bigfoot trip. And uh I was telling Brett how excited I was, and she said that they have a guy who works the property for them, I guess, when they're, they're not always there, as you know. And so they have a guy who works the property for them, and somebody was asking this guy had he had any strange encounters or anything strange or something to that extent. And he told him, he goes, what you mean, those, those things over there in the wood line? He goes, I leave them alone, and they leave me alone. So... <laughs>
2: I know she said she had that land up for sale before, and a man came wanting to buy it, and she let him go out there and look at the land. He went out there alone. He came back and he said, "I'm not buying it." And he, yeah, that
1: was that's it. Right. That's right. Him. He had been after that property for a minute,
2: he had. He had always wanted it, and when he finally got himself on it, he decided against it. He was like, "I, I don't." Yeah. Really think this kind of thing. So, make so sure that's, that's where
1: you. we're going. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it really makes you wonder what he saw or heard, or
1: you know. I, I know. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm sure he's. He, I'm sure he did see some things that. Because uh, Britta said he had been after this property for a minute, so um, you know, he. She, they finally let him go, have the keys, I guess, and have a good look see, and that was the end of that. He didn't, he didn't care for the property all of the sudden anymore. Well, so, I hope there's he- been a lot of high strangeness on this property for. I think the property's been in their family for like 150 years, something like that, maybe longer. Yeah. And there's always been high strangeness on it. And I just don't know what all we're going to encounter. I think we're probably going to encounter more than a Bigfoot, maybe some more cryptids, and maybe hey, some paranormal well, stuff.
2: As long as it's not a skinwalker or a dogman, I can deal with it.
1: Don't say the words. Don't say the words. Shh. (laughs) Yeah, we don't even. Yeah, we don't like either one of those. Now we we say that we have no doubt that they exist. Yeah,
2: I won't say those words when I'm out because I don't want to bring any of them around.
1: I know none of us do. We never say those words when we're out. But I feel that we can say them. Okay, sitting in the comfort of our own homes, we'll see. Anyway.
2: encounter a skinwalker tonight, I will let you know.
1: <laughs> you let me know and vice first, a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, gosh.
2: All right. Anything else we want to talk
1: about? Well, I just want to make sure that, you know, that people know that this is our first time, you know, and, uh, um, I think it's going to be a great podcast that Lisa is starting here. I'm just so proud of her. She's so brave to go out and do this. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I've had to make some great people, some great friends in this this journey that I'm on. And I can't wait right up here with one of the best of them. And I'll say one thing for her. When she says something, she goes for it. She makes it happen. One day she said, I'm going to do a podcast. I'm like, really? And the next thing I know she's doing a podcast. And and Bart, our creator, she's the same one when she created our group, the BFF. She just wanted something for women. And we're older, so most of us are grandparents. We can't go out on the weekends, but we like to go out during the week. And we feel like that serves us well, too. And uh, so, Bart went for it, and here we are today. It's, it's funny how it's all clicked in together. You know, it's so serendipity.
2: I know. Everything just kind of fell in our lap.
1: Everything just falls in our lap. We're just so lucky like that.
2: I don't think it's luck. I think it's more. I think God's in our favor.
1: Well, thank God for that. We all we all need blessings. And, you know, like I was thinking a while ago about some of the things that's happened to us uh, on this journey. Some of the, the things that have happened are just so crazy and far-fetched. What, how many trees have we have pushed down toward us? Like three trees have been pushed down towards us?
2: I know of two. There may have been three, but I remember the last time we went out. We okay. there. We- near your place, we had a tree pushed down right. and then a large limb broke off.
1: And that was in the middle of the day. Yeah. You guys were putting up the tents. Yeah. I hadn't got gotten them. there yet. And then as soon as y'all got there and started putting up the tents, down comes the tree crashing. You said you were afraid because you didn't know where it was gonna land at. It
2: sounded like it was falling on me and Barbara
1: that's what y'all said so that tells me it was been pretty close but it does make a ruckus and it then does. uh so then, and then uh we have lots of luck that day and then after that it just kind of pointed down it
2: did now me and heather one, we were listening to some some howling noises and i at one point picked up something on a thermal Looked like it ducked behind a tree but we we went the next day and we looked and um if something ducked behind that tree, it would have been awfully big, so. Cause
1: right. there's,
2: a, there's a drop off right there, so.
1: Oh, gotcha, yeah. <laughs> I like that drop off in there, though. I kept thinking that's a great place for them to come up and just peep over that drop off and look down at us.
2: And that's where the tree was, right there at it. So, you know, I don't know, I don't know if I saw it. It was just a, it was a heat signature, so
1: it could I really did, there. I like that place. I really, we'll have to get back out there when the temperatures cool off just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But I just want people to know this is our first time. And, you know, it's just normal that we're going to practice. And we hope that we get much better. And uh, I just think it's going to be a good thing. And we just want y'all to spread the word and spread the love.
2: Yes. And I want want you to come on the show if you have anything strange, weird, you've seen anything, you experienced anything. Or you want to talk about a conspiracy theory. It doesn't matter.
1: There you go. Right. I, yeah. Anyone that has any encounters and they want to share with them. Just yes. get with us over our social media. which We're going to establish, and uh, we'll have a page. And, and, at, yeah, I think
2: Elise is working on that.
1: I'm supposed. I'm holding right. her up the, with the picture. So yes, yes. My granddaughter is my, my tech person, so <laughs> I'm waiting for her to come over here and help her old man. Well. <laughs>
2: I'm my tech person, so
1: it's just Well, you're me. really good at it, though, Lisa. <laughs> you're really good at it. You are very good at tech. Well, we're gonna I am what it. I call, I am tech impaired is what I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have
2: a page up called com. We will have a Facebook page, Cryptids Unlimited, and the email address to notify is at cryptidsunlimited at com.
1: So sounds life, good to me.
2: Sounds good to me, too. I'm. Hoping y'all come see right.
1: us. Tell us about your encounters, because we want to have you guys on to tell about your own experiences. Absolutely. So, uh, y'all come on and talk to us about it and tell us about it. We want to hear all of that, and I promise you this is a safe place. You have my word on that.
2: No judgment here.
1: No judgment on anything, because you know what? We're just here to listen. No judgment on anything.
2: And we we know very little And when we think we know something, usually more questions pop up than answers. So we're still, we know nothing. Every time we think we know
1: something. And that's a good thing, though, because that's, and that's a good thing, because the minute you start thinking that you know everything is when you've really screwed up. Yeah, and your mind is closed. Exactly. Your mind is closed off, and you've really made a major mistake, because you have to be open-minded in this journey you have to be open-minded and I know I have came so far from when I first started my thoughts on you know a lot of things about it and I've just changed a whole bunch and like I said tomorrow I may wake up and be back to square one again who knows but (laughs) it just takes an open mind so we're just here for open-minded people and like-minded people as well
2: yeah absolutely Alright, Is there anything else we want to say? So y'all can see
1: us and bring your friends. Share, share, share.
2: Absolutely, come get it off your chest. People that will actually listen to you.
1: Absolutely. All right.
2: and I will talk to you later, Elise.
1: Okay, girlie. high five. High five. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Good night.
0: The ashes fall behind me all around. I walk through the fire. The past is fading in the background. I never knew.